It's the Plank Show on a Wednesday. Josh Helmer looking dapper. TJ making his way out of the Brown O'Haver studio after. What was that, TJ? Your 86th hour of radio? We got a lot to get to on the show today. Uh, including but not obviously limited to NBA playoff action from last night. The elbow crash heard around the world. And, of course, codes. All these secret codes that sports have. But we kick off things today by going straight to the law offices of Rod Polson, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line, and saying hello to one of my favorite people on the planet. She's the starting shortstop for the Oklahoma Sooners and is on fire in 22. Grace Lyons is in the house. Good morning, Grace. How's it going? Good morning, Chris. Things good? You fired up about this week? I am. It's one of the best weekends of the season. We're all excited for it. How do you – okay, I don't know if you've noticed about me, Grace. I'm a little bit of an over-the-top, fiery guy. Sometimes I need to kind of level things off. You're very level. You have that that switch where you you can turn it on, you're fiery, and and you're ready to go. But how do you kind of maintain not peaking early in the week whenever you have big series like this on Friday, Saturday, Sunday? How do you not let the buildup get the best of you? Well, I think because we have so many games in the season, it's different than, honestly, most sports. So we have a long weekend before this coming weekend. So, I mean, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you really want to just focus on rest and um, just kind of getting your body where it needs to be before you start ramping it up again. So I really take advantage of just the beginning of the week. Um, We look at film a lot at the beginning just so it's not as, high intensity, but um, just kind of slowly getting that, you know, passion fired up towards the end of the week, like you're saying, so you don't burn out initially. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And I think in in part of that is better understanding the mental side of it and rest. And I feel like, I mean, Grace, even probably going back to when you, were, you would be playing baseball and you're playing all the time, I feel like that's one area that we've learned the most about, right? Recovery and the need for rest. You want to be out there grinding, playing every day, but you got to be smart about your body. Oh, yeah. I mean, they say whenever you know college kids talk about their younger days of playing, like, we played five games in one day at <laughs> one point, like on Sunday. Like, who does that? But I think, um, you know, the encouragement is always, well, get to work, uh, it's what you're doing when no one's looking, like always get that extra work in. But there is, it, like recently, just that increased awareness of rest and just how important it is. You can't burn yourself out, um, and, and you got to make sure you're still refreshed and you're still able to, you know, be 100% when game comes. So, yeah, I think that's just encouragement, again, to, like, younger kids who are getting after it. you still got to focus on that piece. What you're doing – when no one's looking it's that that's a great way to put it because I think sometimes for a a lot of of us grace uh we're not good in that category I'm not good in that area what I'm doing when no one's looking I might eat wrong or I might not get my exercise in or I might not get my study in where it needs to be how have you accepted that challenge of doing the right thing and and being that example for not just softball but Gosh, Grace, you look at from FCA in your involvement, from, you know, you talk to youth groups all the time. What's that been like for you to live up to that expectation you have for yourself to be that same person when no one's looking? 
Yeah, the the word that that all reminds me of is just consistency. And you hear about that in sports, like you don't want to be too high, too low. You want to be consistent. And I really try to carry that word into all areas of my life to where my life is going to be the same in all of those areas. And people are just going to see the same grace um, on the softball field, in church, in my quiet time, um, in my relationship. So I really try... Um, my best still stumble. We all do, but I'm um, trying to be as consistent as I can because ultimately that's going to earn respect from people because um, to have that consistent nature, that's, that's how a great friend is. That's how uh, a good teammate is. So just being able to be relied upon, I really try my best just to be consistent and, um, you know, with actions, words, but also my faith, making sure that what I'm saying, I'm also doing. So it's just it's a continual learning process for me, but that word is a really important one to me, and I just continue to to live it out every day. You know, I I think we've had this conversation before, and I've brought it up. Um, but I am just as as big of a fan as I am of of Grace Lines. Every person I met from your family has just been incredible. Uh, your dad John, your your mom Aaron, your brother Max, your grandparents, your aunt. Um, that support system that you've had. Can you just kind of? Take it through what that backbone has meant to you and having the support of your family like you do across the board. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely am thankful for my core little group of family. Family is super important to me. Loyalty is. Um, but we've actually, I mean, uh, my dad is in the military, so we've moved around a lot. It's been our family of four with my brother, um, honestly, our whole lives. And I think um, just being able to have that group of people always in my corner, um, and then obviously extending my family to friends and people who are new to my life. But um, my family is so important to me, and um, I'm just so thankful for their support. They're able to thankfully travel and watch me play almost every weekend just because of my dad's pilot job, and um, I'm so blessed to have that, just to see them in the stands when I know a lot of teammates don't have that or they're not able to make it out. Um, but it's just something that man, God has blessed me with, and I I need to almost take advantage of it every day. Sometimes, you know, you get used to it or um, you forget about it, but they're amazing. And I, I'm proud of my brother for what he's doing in golf and um, just living up to the Lions family um, name. But I'm just so, so blessed and honored to have that specific support system in my life. Yeah, Max had the lead um, down to the, after the first round of the Big East Championship. He's a D1 golf player. Up in Marquette. Now, you know, it's interesting because this summer I was listening to a podcast and I learned a lot. And, and I was kicking myself. I never knew that you had a pacemaker. Um, I never knew that you still wear protection for that. And then, you know, I'm, I, I, it even kind of got me a little bit when you talked about that's the reason why you chose the major and the direction that you chose in your career. How much is helping and giving back and learning what maybe someone might be going through, what you went through and being able to help them? How has that driven you, Grace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've had it my whole life. So I got it when I was five. Wow. So honestly, my entire sports career, I've been used to it. And I never want anything to be an excuse um, for either why I did do something or just giving special treatment. I, I'm always wanting to be under the radar. So that's probably why you've never heard about it. But it is a it's a cool it's a cool part of my story that I've embraced um, in college and just really sitting back and seeing, dang, like, I am still able to do this, even with um, this little robot piece I've got in me. But it's, it's been an awesome thing to 
watch like my passions and kind of line up with maybe what I'd want to do either in the future or just something that I've been able to study in college and just be able to um, learn about that throughout college, challenge myself, whether I go into that in the future or not, um, who knows, but it's been really cool to just be able to share my story in that and then just continue to get after it and not let that affect me in my play. You've had an incredible year. I, I mean, it's just... I think there was one point where you had a couple of games where you went 0 for 5, and then you, you backed or you went 0 for 5 in two combined, game, two combined games. You backed it up by having multiple hit games in like the next five games. Um, you, you really seem confident when you're walking up to the plate. Not like you ever have, but it's like a different level of confidence. Can you attribute it to anything? Has anything changed, Grace, in how you've approached it or how you've attacked things? Softball is such a game of failure, and you really can't get caught up in those outcomes. And that's something that it's it's interesting because I look back to my freshman sophomore year, and I mean, as a team, we're doing great. But I was, you know, a new incoming freshman and surrounded by all these studs, so I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to really um, have any major success because I know I could I could do it on defense, and uh, they would pick us up um, hitting wise, but. It's a, it's a weird, ironic feeling because I honestly tried almost too hard at that point to where, you know, the outcomes just weren't happening. And I was, I was okay with that just because I knew um, the other factors. But I've gotten to a point where I'm realizing it – and it, it, sounds, it sounds weird, but I say this with Lindsay Elam. Uh, our, little, our little saying is, it doesn't matter. And it really – when you sit back, it really doesn't matter – at the end of the day, the outcomes, um, you know, the the things that are affected by what you're doing. But I've really just felt this this freedom in playing and just this looseness that I'm going up to the plate. I'm doing the best I can with the work that I put in. And who knows what the outcome is going to be, but I'm going to try my best and just see what happens. And I think that that freedom is definitely just kind of led into my success. And I, I really have um, – just been able to play loose and uh, just have fun with my team, honestly. And it's it's cool to see that success has been coming with that, but it's ultimately not my major, not my <laughs> motivation whatsoever. I know it's not. I know it's not. We're hanging out with Grace Lyons. Got a couple more minutes with the Sooner Senior in anticipation of Bedlam Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. All right, one more kind of think pieces here before we get into the matchup. I think it's incredible. My first year calling games was 16. And I think it's incredible to see just in that short amount of time how much the sport has grown, right? And it was big before, right? But, Grace, it's kind of incredible to see where softball is. And, I mean, just a, a full disclosure here, you guys couldn't go anywhere this weekend without mobs of fans being around you and young girls. And it's awesome, but I know it's, it's also a challenge sometimes. With that said, how incredible has it been to be on kind of the front lines of, of this this growth of this sport and to see so many people embrace it like they have. Yeah, it's, I mean, over the last four years, it's grown so much. You see the College World Series Stadium adding stands and all of our games getting sold out. And that's all I've known. All I've known is our games being sold out. And then I go other places and coach is like, oh, it's sold out. And I'm like, well, isn't that normal? It's not. But as we start going places, like people want to come watch us. And it's not just us. It's other um, – all these games we play on ESPN, and we haven't gotten, you know, the TV coverage that we, maybe we wanted. But all these other schools, SEC, PAC, all these – they're getting ESPN games, which is amazing, and people want to watch it. 
Um, and it's just cool to, to go on away trips and have Sooner fans mobbing us. Yes, it, it could get annoying, and <laughs> I want to talk to my family, but you have to sit back and realize, like, people are traveling to watch us. People are filling out stadiums to watch us. And it's just, I, I mean, we need growth. We need literally growth in stadiums in the, in the softball world. So it's continuing to grow, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. And when I, you know, when I hang up the cleats, hopefully it continues to grow, and I can be a part of that, just watching and continuing to just support the sport. I mean, where you said when I hang up the cleats? I mean, you're back next year, right? You got that extra year. Oh. We can start planning for that, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Of course, I'll be there. <laughs> Don't scare me. Um, uh, <laughs> one more quick one. I'll let you get out of here. This weekend uh, is is Oklahoma State. It's the Bedlam series. It's always a fun one. Um, you've got a a former. High school teammate, I believe, in Haley Busby. You guys play together, right? Oh, yeah. All right. On yeah. Oklahoma State. I, it's kind of weird. I, I, I don't understand what's going on, why they're not playing her all the time recently. But with that said, it's it's a really good team, and it always brings out the best in each other. What's kind of caught your eye when you've been prepping for Oklahoma State this weekend? One thing coaches continued to say, um, honestly against any team, but specifically this weekend, um, we're going to get better this weekend. They're going to make us better 100% with what they give out because whenever you know we're going up against someone, I never want anyone to lay down or just kind of give us half of their stuff. They're going to give us everything and, and some. So I'm excited just to see how our team responds. Um, but also I know that we're going to get better. Our pitchers are going to get better. Our hitting is going to get better. I just see um, a continual little increase in our game recently, and I think – um, I'm excited to see if you know how that propels us, and um, just kind of there's always some extra passion that comes with Bedlam. So um, I'm excited to see our little passionate ones get <laughs> after it, and us little neutral guys can uh, just kind of keep it keep it calm, but also <laughs> they'll spur us on a little bit. Home Run Village is back this weekend, and I don't know you've got an FCA event this weekend, right? That's kind of centered around the game too. Is that Friday? No, so, actually. That got canceled. Oh, okay. okay. I'm glad you yes. mentioned that. Um, but it's here's here's the thing, I, not not to bring up an event that's been canceled. I would imagine for Grace Lines, there is a part of you that you're excited about the softball game, obviously. But there's also an incredible energy that you would have to be able to talk to a group and be a part of any FCA event like this, right? Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I live for that. That's one of my favorite things. I was super bummed just because it's a it's a big sports weekend, so they weren't getting the. FCA gotcha. kids that they needed just gotcha. to make it happen, but it's definitely going to happen in the future. So, um, as you know, I am a big fan of this uh, YouTube show called Hang Time, and I just think it needs to be pointed out that some of the most popular Hang Time videos seem to include one Grace Lyons. You're really becoming like a social media superstar in all this, Grace. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I love it. I love supporting him in it, and he's doing a great job. He is. He is. Uh, the go-to at Hideaway for Grace Lyons was? The Boz. Yes! Yes! I did a switch from uh, I did a switch from the big country to the Boz recently. I felt mm, like... the Boz. Yeah, the Boz is good. Got a little kick to it. Got a little spice. <laughs> but you can never go wrong with the Boz. All right, listen, I, I've kept you long enough. I know you got a meeting. Grace, you're awesome. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to see you in action this weekend. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one. You too. I'll see you later. Grace Lyons. Okay. Gosh, I, she's got a meeting at like 9.30. I did kind of keep that. I'm sorry, Pat. I'm sorry, Grace. How awesome is she? Um, I, I just, to the, uh, there's a great question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 
Um, it said, Grace, if you don't mind, what was your condition that caused you to have a pacemaker? My son is 10, has a heart condition, and has had an open-heart surgery. He's a great athlete and looks up to you now since learning of your pacemaker. One, I didn't see it in time. And number two, I just – I don't know. Like she said, it's part of her story, but she doesn't – I don't know. She's five years old. How about, how about we make this deal? I don't know who that is from the 580. But that's – I'm so glad that you shared that. And that's and Grace would love to hear that. I'll I'll send her your text, and and I'll see, I'll see what she says. Dude, huh, huh? How about that? Rock star, right off the top. Good morning. Good morning. What's your go-to at Hideaway, by the way? Probably the bars or okay. just about anything. I'm not really picky when it comes to Hideaway. My daughter, my fifteen-year-old. Hold on, hold on, slow down. Thirteen year old will just want like pepperoni, pepperoni cheese. Yeah, um, and I've never had a problem with that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and that, but you start getting into big country. Love big country. How about this? I have to have an appetizer now anymore when I go. What for, do you get? Oh, I'm a fried mushroom dude all the way. Ah. Every day, but it's. Every year for my birthday, I get the fried mushrooms because no one in my family likes mushrooms. Tyler, good luck picking a clip from that. Holy smokes, that was great. I liked what she said about preparing for Oklahoma State and knowing that, knowing what Coach has said. That is a constant theme in that clubhouse, locker room, dugout, however you want to describe it. We're going to be better this week. What happens, happens, but we're going to be a better team based on what happens this week. If you if you get swept and you, you don't win the conference, you don't win a game, guess what? You've learned that it's not good enough and you got to get better. You're going to be pushed every game. It's a good Oklahoma State team coming in. I mentioned Haley Busby. She is in one heck of a slump right now. You have two big hitters coming into this game in pretty sizable slumps in Haley and, and Kinsey Hansen. But this is what you wait for all year long. Good start. Thanks, Grace. Quick break. We're back to hit the top stories of the day next. So uh, as we welcome you back into the Plank Show, again, a big thanks to Grace Lyons for coming on with us. Did I – I, oh, that's pretty cool. I put on MLB Network in studio this morning. MLB Network and Sports Center. I've decided my blood pressure, my energy is not going to be wasted anymore on the debate shows. Yeah, you have tapped out. I can't do a Ryan Tannehill conversations day, or as Arnie calls him, Ryan Tannehill. And and here's why. I mean, I listen. I did it all night last night, but you're missing the biggest story. I was like, oh, I li- I listened to Adam Shine this morning for a little bit. Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, and he was, how dare, how dare, Ryan Tannehill? What a bum! I'm like. I think we're missing the bigger story, though, in the Tannehill thing. That's what I keep coming back to. Great, he's not gonna, he's not gonna step up and offer to mentor Malik Willis. Okay, bro. He basically talked about needing therapy after the loss of the Bengals. I mean that. It's going to be fascinating to see how that's viewed locally. I'm sorry, nationally. 
Because everyone wants to talk about mental health matters. It's you have to be open. You've got to talk about it. You've got to handle it. And then when someone does, you know, usually the reaction is, oh, wait a minute here. We didn't need that put on us. We were talk- We talked about it last night on Fox Sports Radio. It's like, yeah, you know, I have no problem. Some people have the toughen up buttercup take, and I don't think we're in a in a time where that's the best approach. I think it's been proven. Hey, you having problems with anxiety, fear of failure? You're struggling getting over something? Your life is is a mess. Tough it up! I don't think that's the way to go anymore. And Ryan Tannehill came out and basically said, hey, I'm I needed help to get over that. And I got to be honest with you, I don't know how well that plays in the league. Everyone does. It's one of those, hey, it's okay to do what you can't admit to it. But yeah, we're in this time where everyone says you need to be open and honest about your issues. Uh, there was a group of people in Tulsa. Um, I think if I leave anyone out, I apologize. There was Potter. Um, gosh, Potter, who else did we have in this group? Where the simple theory was DTA. DTA, Josh, DTA. And you know what it stands for? Don't trust anyone. I don't. DTA, baby. Find a couple people, and that's it. D's is in that group. DTA, baby. Um, Hit a couple of air comfort solutions. Text line 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. You guys have to stop. I moved from Tulsa five years ago in Clearwater, Florida. Other than family, I miss Hideaway Pizza more than anything. This talk is making me crazy. Sincere apologies. You know what? I maybe need to give a little context to just randomly asking Grace Lyons what her go-to is at Hideaway. The Saturday of the spring game, we did our post-game meal at Hideaway. And as we're waiting, Turk's there. So we're talking a little bit with Turk. And it was kind of cool because there were fans there. And obviously, Michael Turk was one of the stars of the spring game. Until he tried to get the crowd fired up, then Teddy immediately turned on him. But so he, there was a lot of fans. And then I kind of realized, I'm like, are you meeting Grace? And he goes, yeah. And so we, her family popped in. And then her, her grandparents popped in. So we were just having a good old-fashioned catch-up fest, if you will. Not the actual catch up but just catching up with each other and so that's my go-to that's my birthday dinner every year i want hideaway that's it and i get my mushrooms uh like this for the 918 the boz with a side of mushrooms huh i'm good with that who was he what was the other one my man b hines hit me up he said cimarron all day at hideaway Text line, by the way, is 405-651-3439. Fried raviolis are underrated. I would agree with that. You can't go wrong with ravioli. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. All right, look, I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. There's not a single bad thing on the hideaway menu. There, I said it. I said it. Now, you might not be a fan of pineapple on your pizza, and maybe some of the creations might be a little bit over the top. But as far as appetizers, sandwiches, salads, this is an unpaid endorsement that Brian and Casey are like, would you get back to some some people that spend money with us? Um, Jim in Arlington hits us up. Chris, I heard you on Fox National Radio around 3 a.m. when I got up to let the dogs out. 
Was that pre-recorded? How are you doing it this morning? No, it's not pre-recorded. Um, I have Ben Maller is out, and I get a couple of days a week usually when Ben is out, and uh, thankfully this week it's early in the week, so it's fine. And don't feel bad for me because I got to go to bed at like six o'clock last night, <laughs> so I slept from six to eleven. Do you know that you can literally watch an NBA game in an hour on DVR or TiVo or whatever you use? Zip right through it. Holy smokes, man. All of the downtime in these sporting events anymore. So I, you, you woke up and DVR'd. So here's, here, here was the plan last night. Um, I knew I'm not going to take days off work. Listen, it's just I've got too many things coming up, and this is a great time for sports radio, even though I've spent a lot of time this morning talking about Hideaway. But – when I got off work yesterday, I went home and got everything done, right? I, I still have a podcast interview to do with Toby, but got everything done. And I was going to plan on trying to take a nap, but then I'm like, oh, I got to pick up my girls. So I had to pick up my girls. Then I came back, did dinner, did some yard work, and just went to bed. And then when I woke up at 11.15, I went back and I think, yeah, the game was over. So I started DVR in the... Memphis Golden State game watched all the controversy and then just went back. I mean, listen, we do a three-hour show here every day. I know that everyone loses their mind when you talk college football on the national level, but it's relevant now. So the show was pretty much done whenever we left the air yesterday at noon. I just got a nice little sprinkle of some controversy, controversy because of the unwritten laws of the NBA. The code of the NBA. I can't even begin to tell you guys how excited I am for Thursday. I think this is going to be so fun. Home Run Village is back. We're going to get all this weather out of here. Probably going to be some threats tonight throughout the afternoon. Be safe. Be smart. Be weather aware. You know when anything's going wrong in our affiliates, the block, block breaks in. Severe weather warning. So we'll keep you up to date. A lot of great reaction on the Air Comfort Solutions text line to Grace Lions. Grace Lions, what a gem. Grace Lions is super great interview. Uh, <laughs> my question for Grace, if she knows them, if you were really one of the Beatles, who would be your John, Paul, George, or Ringo from Riding Randy? Oh, I'm sure Grace knows the Beatles. Wouldn't she? I mean, you would have to take her infield, right? I think she knows the the Beatles, but I don't know if she could say I'm this Beatle. Um, I mean, the infield would have to be her John, Paul, George, or Ringo, right? It would have to be. And she would have to be – she wants to stay under the radar, right? She's got to be like the George Harrison, the consummate star that always uh, is, is, is a banger in every single hit. Got my mind set on you as a good single from George Harrison. Look it up. All right, quick, wait, listen, quick break. Good stuff. Keep the text coming, 405-651-3439. How quickly is change coming to college football? We'll talk about it next. Has this been going for a while? No. Okay, you're good. Okay. I was talking to Steely, and then, and then, bro, uh, did they drop this today? You know, it's May the 4th, so S Star Wars dorks like myself will be saying, May the 4th be with you all day. I would like to clarify my Star Wars dorkdom, just to be clear. Um, episode 1 through 9, 
and then the Han Solo side gig, and I can never remember the um, other kind of bridge that they did. So I'm not, I'm not, I haven't watched the Disney Plus series. Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One's the one I was thinking. Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars, by the way. Rogue One was oh my tremendous. Gosh. I want to watch Rogue One now. But during the break, well, we're trying to get into this article on NIL that was written yesterday by, not Seth Wickersham, um, our boy from Sports Ross Oyster. Dellinger. Thank you, Ross Dellinger. Apparently, um, Disney Plus is going to start streaming on May 27th, the Obi-Wan Kenobi prequel, which, dude, I'm not going to lie, as I was sitting here watching it, there was a moment, kind of like in the Top Gun. Have you seen the Top Gun trailer yet? Oh, yeah. The Top Gun trailer has that moment where Maverick is talking to Goose's son, and it's like, I'm, my dad trusted you, and I learned better than that. You're like, oh, oh, no. This, this trailer has a moment like that, too, where you see Obi-Wan, and he sees young Anakin playing in the, in the igloo area. And you see him talking to Anakin's um, – all right, I'm sorry, 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 not Anakin. Um, Luke. I wonder if it was Luke. Who's Anakin's father? Did we ever determine that? Uh, I don't know that he has one. Huh. Because there's a line in this where as, as Obi-Wan's talking – yeah, it would be Luke – where he's talking to, to Luke's uncle – where he goes, there's going to be a time where he needs to be trained. And the uncle goes, you're going to train him like you trained his father? <gasps> oh! So, yeah, I was all in on the trailer during the break. I apologize. We welcome you back into the Plank Show. He That's- did an all right job training his father. Easy yeah, now. I thought so, too. It's a little bit cold. Um, What did you make of the Ross Dellinger story? I feel like we're we're in the midst of a lot of stuffs outside of the – my favorite analogy, toothpaste is out of the tube, and I don't know about you guys, but I've never tried to put toothpaste back in a tube, and it's impossible in my mind to get it back in. According to Ross Dellinger, this new directive will highlight existing NCAA bylaws. Here, I'm reading off your screen. Can you scroll that back up real quick? Sorry. <laughs> the new directives will highlight in existing NCAA bylaws that outlaw boosters from t- participating in recruiting, Reminding member schools of guardrails, while in place for years, have been bent and broken during the first 10 months of the NIL era. Under a long-held NCAA rule, boosters are a representative arm of an athletic department and not supposed to be associated with or persuade athletes. Well, 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 Josh. If it isn't the consequences of our own actions. Schools that do not control their donors' spending could be found to have violated NCAA rules and will be sanctioned. The NCAA enforcement staff have made inquiries only into a small handful of programs so far, but the guidelines could spark deeper deeper investigations into improper inducements tied to NIL payments. Oh man, I don't know how to feel. It's it's almost it's almost as if you're in a situation that everyone warned you was going to happen. This seems to be also an attack on the collectives. Boy, I I know I've sound like a broken record in this. I know I have, 
but I can only share with you what I've learned and what I've been taught. And what I've learned and what I've been taught is about the rules that are supposed to be in place, right? And I guess the question becomes, who is enforcing those rules? Who's if, if you're sitting here saying, I mean, how, and by the way, how many different NCAA working groups do we currently have going on? Because we then just had one that popped out and told us all the things that if they were still the NCAA, they should do and what it should look like. It's like one of those, like, hey, you put that together. Isn't that kind of like your job? You can do that. And it's this is going to fall in the conferences, right? Or as Coach Stoop said yesterday on the show, and I know we got a break. I want to play it to kick off next hour. Or what he said yesterday with Teddy and, and Tyler was the the most important part of this is finding someone who is going to be almost a czar over college football. We've accepted – these are certain realities that we've accepted. The rules are not the same or should not be the same for everyone. There has to be a different set of rules. There has to be. That's just the reality of the situation we're in. So we'll hear from Bob Stoops coming up next. Do you find it a little encouraging that the NCAA, it seems, from this, wants to still be involved from a sanctioning standpoint? Yeah. Whenever I saw that, the first thing I thought was, didn't we just hear the opposite? I mean, I, I, I'm very perplexed or by we, what's happening here. Or we implied that the opposite would be happening. Can, I certainly did. So, after I, I thought, I thought yesterday was a really, really fun show, and we were able to take a topic and basically spend three hours on it. It was fun, and that topic derived from the report. That Oklahoma and Texas, well, it wasn't even Oklahoma and Texas, excuse me. It derived from the report that the three teams that are leaving the American to come to the Big 12 had reached a number that satisfied the American, and they will indeed be joining by 2023. And BYU, it's not in a conference, so they don't know anyone anything. And it got us just talking about the future of college football. And it was wild because... This just happened to take place in the middle of the conference meetings. The Big 12 is together. They're talking about the future. We started debating about, okay, does this lead to an earlier exit for Oklahoma or Texas? Or does either school, are they really in a rush? Are they okay with playing out until 25 before they get there? I don't know. But it also opened up all kinds of conversations that then dug into – the transfer portal, and that's hot right now with everything involving the pit receiver. Xavier Worthy reaffirmed his commitment to Texas last night, so that's not going to be an issue. But with the Jordan Addison situation and the saga around it, uh, and, and then the Big Ten coming out, and I, speaking of news that I didn't know if it was news, the Big Ten saying, yeah, we're about to announce our TV deal. I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, Fox is in on your meetings. You should. Fox is sitting right there at the table when you talk to other networks. You should be on the cusp of announcing your network deals. But I got to be honest with you, Josh. After this show got over, whenever I was doing my yard work, I'm overseeding this year. I'm going to see how it works to try to save my disaster of a front yard. <laughs> not good. But at least you're trying. I am. Gosh, I'm trying. Grass seed, not cheap. No. What What happened? 
What, what are we doing right now? All we want is some grass in our yard. Shouldn't be paying 70 bucks for a bag of grass. How do they do it on Owen Field? Anyway. Um, well, was, that is the going right. I was listening to a lot of college football podcasts last night. It got me really fired up. And I listened to two, and I took away from – well, I listened to two from Andy Staples. I listened to Gabe and Teddy. And the I took something away from Andy Staples' podcast about Addison, the Pittsburgh wide receiver. Did you pull a cut? I'd like to hear it. I'm going to search it. Is that proper English? I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> I'm going to find it during this break. I'm going to play it for you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear what – Because – it's, it's not about – it's more specifically – I understand that this is dealing with NIL. And I understand that in NIL, then that dives back into the transfer. And then inside the transfer portal, that dives back into recruiting and all these other things and collectives. It all, yeah, it, it, it all goes hand in hand right a, now. Every, I, I think I said this yesterday. Everything is like its own wild separate conversation. But in it, it's all tied together. And there is one thing that Andy Staples said in his podcast that caught my ear because we are – we are not making it to where it hurts enough when you are guilty of what I think is the biggest concern with the transfer report. Okay, interesting. I'll tell you about it next. In the meantime, uh, if you guys want to get it on at 405-651-3439, that's the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And, of course, you can go to old school. Give us a call at 405-329-9000. It's the Plank Show. Did you ever read or hear something and you have, like, an aha moment? It's like, ah, yes. That makes a lot of sense. I had that yesterday whenever I was listening to Andy's show. In fact, I meant to text him. You would think I would text these people and see if they could come on my show, but our show, and I'm like, nah. Oh, they're too busy with the NCAA tournament. That's right. I saw yesterday, they were all one of the guys that flaked on us for a hoops interview. It was like, yeah, oh, his account got hacked. I was like, good. God, I was following him. That's right. Unfollow. Take that. John Tinto or whatever your name is. Actually, I think, I think John Tinto was Earthquake in the WWE. Speaking of two-factor authentication. <laughs> is that what I need to make sure I get on my Twitter feed so no one can hack it? We should probably both do that before show's end. I, I got to be honest with you. It's like, why would you want to hack my Twitter? Like, I don't do anything on it, really. Yeah, I there's. just retweet my appearances. Yeah, not. Not, not much. Not anything too exciting. I almost got in a Twitter fight yesterday, but I stopped myself. It was good. Anyway, I heard something that made me go, aha. And it had to do with the portal. And it had to do with transfers. And it was on the Andy Staples podcast. And it was him and Max Olson. And I heard this and I thought, my gosh, this is a great point. Uh-oh, is it not working? Should be. Okay, hold on. Change the severity of the tampering rule. Take right. tampering from, you know, petty larceny to capital to, murder. To show cause. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it, you, you do that, then maybe it would have, well, and you actually have to enforce it. And you actually have to enforce it in less than four or five years. But, and that's, and that's where we're at here, Max, because. There's a lot more to this, but we're up against it. I just wanted to give you that idea. I think that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, that that's where we're at. Look, as soon as somebody enters the transfer portal, fair game. Game on. F- fair game. Game on. But if you're trying to lure players into the transfer portal with the idea of a big-name image and likeness deal, it's tampering. Bottom line. And, yeah, if there's a serious penalty for it, if your career is on the line, 
and probation and all these different things are on the line, then guess what? Poof, it disappears except for one bold person that tries to get a little risky to win it all, and then we don't ever see them again after they get booted out of the NCAA. So I love it. I think it's great. And they hit on the most important part, which is don't take four freaking years to legislate it. If you're going to legislate it, let's go. All right, quick break. We're in we're, we're in this again today, but for good reason, because Bob Stoops was on The Ref yesterday with Teddy and Tyler and gave an opinion about how he feels with the future of college football. Hour one of the Plank Show, by the way, has been brought to you by the good folks at Van Hoos Fence. Call Mark and Tessa today at 405-735-1167. Get your fencing needs taken care of through the premier fence company in Oklahoma, Van Hoos Fence, online at vhfence.com.